Welcome to Black Women's Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Rahman. We're back with Beverly Medley, who talks about raising her children as raw vegans. From the readings I had did, I already had said that I want, when I have children, I want to be raw food vegan. Wow. Even though people around me were saying that's stupid because you have to have some animal food. For so protein, that's right. That's, that's right. what people would tell me when I said what I, you know, but I didn't believe them because I had, I just couldn't believe that I had to eat dead animals to have a healthy child now, or I have to drink cow's milk to have a healthy child. But they were saying, oh, it's just protein and you have to do this. So when I did get pregnant, I was disappointed because I was eating, I had been, went back to eating everything. Mm -hmm. And that didn't change till I was seven months. I got rid of it all by seven months. So it took me seven months to get back where I was. Okay. So the last couple of months of your pregnancy, you're back to raw. Yes. You have your baby. Yes. And what is my baby? And your diet continues to be raw. Yes. And very, it gets very interesting now because it's what you do with your body. And your husband was pretty much what you do with your body is your business. Yes, exactly. But don't infringe on me. Don't infringe on me. But now you have a child that you have to feed. And right. so that gets into another thing. Yes. Because people say I'm not a good mother. And the schools were after me. Oh, um, my. Yeah, because, okay, if you're sin, first of all, they didn't get, uh, they didn't get inoculated. So back then, all I had to do was write a letter saying a certain thing. Mm -hmm. And then they were exempt. Mm -hmm. But then you have people in the school, like the nurses, and they say, oh, you know, they call me and say, you're not sending enough for lunch. How would and you I'm pack like, her lunch? Wrong? How would you like, because their lunch would would deal with fresh juice and fruit. Now the nurse would call me and say that's not enough for a growing child, and I would say, well, when they come home, that's when they eat their heavier meal. That's when they're going to get more. And they were like, well, if you're going to do this vegan vegetarian thing, there's tofu, um, there's brown rice and all of that. And I would say, thank you very much, um, but that's not what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So that kind of got me in trouble with Child Protective Services. Really? So I was investigated by them because they turned me in. Oh my goodness. So give me an example of how you would feed your child. You said when they went to when she went to school, it would be, Fresh juice and fruit. Right. So, okay. Before they left, they always, her and my son, always had a quart of juice to start. They had to drink that first. It's a quart. So that was first. And then they would have 
some fruit, but they would usually kind of be full from the juice. So then I would send more juice and different fruits um, for my son. Now, my daughter also wanted a salad. So she would get a salad. My son really didn't want that. He just said enough was the fruit and the, and the, and the juice. But also my diet was different for my son. My son is a whole different story because I was four years raw. It's four years between him and my daughter. Plus I nursed him for two and a half years, which I nursed both of them for two and a half. So his whole eating pattern to this day, and he's 40, is different. He doesn't, his eating pattern is totally different, even than mine, even than my daughter's. But I understand now why that is because of where I was physically and spiritually for four years prior to him being um, conceived, even though my husband ate everything, then I nursed him for two and a half. He's just different. He's a different person. He's just different. And he's always been different. And he's 40 now. Is he Does he still eat basically the same way? Yes. Was he ever opposed to that? He was um, when he was about 12. He was very rebellious about it because nobody, his friends and nobody ate like him. So he was very rebellious, very upset that I would even do anything like that. Mm -hmm. And make him different from everybody like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, so that lasted a while. But when I told him, look, if you want to eat differently, you're 13 now. I can try to matriculate you into something different. I'm not going to force you to do this. Mm -hmm. But what happened when I would try to do that, he didn't like the food. Mm. He said, you messed me up. I can't eat any of this. So, so let's go back. So I'm, I'm still wondering about this menu. So they had a quarter fresh squeezed juice in the morning. Mm -hmm. so juice for lunch and, and, and my daughter salad and fruit, my son, okay. my son of uh, fruit and juice. And then when they came home, what was another quarter juice before homework. Wow. Homework now. Now it's like a, we in a whole nother mode. It's, uh, you come in, you change it. They were in uniform because they went to Ivy Lee, this black private school. Okay, you're in a uh, uniform. You go change your uniform. Now, you, and then you come down. It's a quarter juice waiting for you. You drink that and now it's homework mode. And what Study was mode. That's what, what we're doing. And no TV, no radio, none of that. Okay, and what was dinner? Salad, another juice, and fruit. End of story. Wow. Okay. And, and I didn't know at the time. We didn't drink water. But I didn't know or realize that we did. Until so my mother-in-law said something. She said, why don't these kids ever have water? And then I was like, oh, boy. We don't. We're not thirsty. We're never thirsty. All right. So what about their weight and their growth? Were they, you know, 
Okay. A lot of times it gets plotted by the pediatrician. Exactly. Now they had weight or overweight. Okay. They were what you would probably call my son more than my daughter. You would probably say he was underweight. But my daughter, not so much. She was small, but you had small children as far as weight. Now, their pediatrician, which I was grateful for, she was like, oh, oh. And then, oh, there's so many things that has happened. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that had happened that I got help from people um, when I wanted to stay. Well, that's just like in that timeline. But um, she told me, when she would check them out, mm -hmm. she said, they are fine. She said, they will catch up later. Don't listen about how small he is. He will catch up later. So she said, he's fine. But see, this is so much because my son had a traumatic experience when he was I would say six he, he was six years old which is the school pressuring me didn't work so they pressured my husband to get him inoculated and that was a whole trauma for my whole family because my husband took him. Mm. I didn't go because I was very upset. He said, don't worry about it. You can fix anything. When he comes back, you can fix it. My son almost died. Because what they did, they gave him more than one inoculation. They were trying to catch him up. So that was a traumatic experience. That whole period of the poisons they put in my son's body and at this point your husband is okay with you eating this way and feeding and the kids eat that way too now remember because i asked him is it, what do you feel about the children eating the way i do and he said well you seem to be okay as long as they're healthy i won't bother you okay, okay. so that's why he didn't bother me and then with the schools, when they were getting on me, because my children were A students, my children never missed a day of school in 12 years. Well, my son was in kindergarten. So I say him probably from first grade, because when he had that episode, he was in kindergarten. But they never missed. They've both been in the newspapers for perfect attendance. And Child Protective Service didn't find a reason to... No, they came to the house. They had to go from upstairs to down. They had to check everything. And the guy that came, you know what he told me? He said, I think this house is amazing. And I was thinking about changing my diet. Could raise two children and they not want to go to McDonald's, not have that burger, not okay, have now, french fries. Now what we're going back to is intention. What we're going back to is my tenacity. That's what we're going back to. And we're going back to a man that will not interfere, a man that will support what 
I'm doing because he sees his children are A students. He sees that his children aren't sick. He sees all of that. So, well, the only thing is do, do the families like it or whatever? No, but I, I don't live for that. I'm not here to please anybody to to sacrifice my children. So am I going to let them eat cake at your birthday party because you feel good about that? When I know I was addicted to sugar and how hard it was for me to get off of it, so why am I going to introduce it to them? That That is duh. And as far I'm as you know, uh, they never deviated they didn't sneak no. out at a party or birthday party no, or no 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 I, i'm actually want to i'm going to eventually interview my children or maybe one day you will i don't know but no they don't deviate because they were regimented see when you regiment as if you don't regiment your children, the world will. The world will. I was very much aware of that. If I don't do it, they're going to do it. So that's why I am the one who is in control of that. I am the one who, no, they're, they're, and they were supervised. Um, so one more thing. So much of our celebrations center around food and people coming together. How did you? I did the same thing that I always do. Celebrate. The I went to all the celebrations and I put our food on the table with the turkey and the chitlins. They, are, they, they were raised going to all the celebrations at my husband's family with the big table. And I put their stuff right there on that table. When when at my job, when they had a Christmas party, mm -hmm. I brought my children to the Christmas party and we ate our food at my desk. And they and they went and played downstairs with the other children and they ate what I brought. They didn't ask for any of that. It's not in their world. They know about that world because of their families and their right. father. Right. We're very much acquainted with all of these things. Right. But they have never ingested these things. That's that's amazing to me. That's that's really amazing. When you, I look back done. on it, it's amazing to me. Yes. I don't even know how it got pulled off, but it did. And um, I knew that I couldn't compromise their diet by letting them eat certain things because I know about you play with fire, you get burnt. All right. So, so if you're going to give them cake and ice cream because it's somebody's birthday, do you really believe that they're not going to want that again? Do mm -hmm. you really believe? Do you really? When you know you can't even control yourself about it. Come on mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Mm -hmm. And so, so what I'm going to do, I'll be the bad person. So no more lapses for you after you went raw. No more lapses for me for 45 years, never a one, not one day, ever, for no reason. And 
Is the food still bland? Or no, because, is okay, then that gets into another thing. When I started experimenting with everything and it op opened up a whole new world to me, then I started giving Kwanzaa celebrations because I wanted my children to have something um, because of all the Christmas parties. And I knew I had to make food. So that's the one time of the year where I went all out. And that's when I started creating. As my daughter got older, she started creating. So we both um, started creating. And that's when my mother came out in me. The person that I thought that I wasn't. I don't make food. I don't like to do that. I don't like the kitchen. Nah, 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 nah. My sister knew how to bake pies, bake fresh bread like my mother. She knew all of that. I knew zero. I never was interested. But when I got into this and I just started doing everything from scratch, like my mother, everything has to be right. Everything has to be the right ingredients. And if it's not, I'm not doing it. So this is based on cookbooks that you're now acquiring or? I don't have no, it wasn't no cookbooks. All right. So now you decide I have to cook. I really want to prepare a meal for the mm -hmm. Kwanzaa celebration. Right. And I have to prepare food that's going to be tasty. Yes. That's when I first got into but you don't have any experience. I don't have no experience. You I don't, don't know. You what don't I'm even doing. like cooking at this point. No. So where do you begin? Okay. Um, in the D the D. Gregory book I read, and it was another book called Survival into the 21st Century. They did give like certain like nut, you can make nut loaves. You can make, um, you can get, I bought a little dehydrator. You can sprout and make breads. So that's how I started. But the recipes, you can't really go by them. I just started learning about herbs mm -hmm. and, and experimenting what herbs go good together and things like that. And one thing just leads to another when you're in a creative mode. It wasn't no internet, it's no place you can really go. Um, so you just have to go within and create. And that's what I did. Um, and you then- You had mentioned a community of people before. Were you- Right, well that group, that group, um, I used to go there once a week. They had a dinner, a raw food dinner. I would take the children. But the, the food was, it wasn't so much that it tasted that good, but it was someplace for me to go with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And that's what I liked about it. I met people of different backgrounds, races that were doing raw. Mm -hmm. And that was important to me. Um, Which year are we talking about? 
that was when my son was probably, because I was still nursing him. He was probably about one and a half. And my daughter was about five. Mm -hmm. So this is... Because I remember being in there and having him in my lap and nursing him. And she was sitting in the chair. So, so this is like 35 years ago. Or more. Something like that. All right. So you if I write it down, I could get it all chronologically. I've never written down. All right. So you learn that you can start cooking, start cooking with. Yeah. Water. And I knew, but, but I had to, I really didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. I started preparing because I didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. There was no place I could go to eat. I don't eat soy. I don't eat wheat. So what am I to do? Mm -hmm. I can't, I have to um, take this to another level. That's what I did. All right. So now you're cooking at home and you're- So I separated my kitchen because I don't, didn't want to use utensils that I use for my husband. Oh. And so I separated everything. Oh and, my goodness. Um, at first he felt some kind of way about it, but then I explained it to him. He was okay with it. Um, and then my son and daughter were very like, like my son didn't like when I would make the steak for his father, he would mm -hmm. say, mommy, don't forget to wash your hands. I don't want blood on my food. Wow. I'm like, you know, I'm going to wash my hands. He said, Okay. He's probably about five, four. And they didn't like certain smells in the house, which I still like those smells because I used to eat that, but they never ate that. So they was like, the house doesn't smell good. Hmm. When I was doing certain things, making for their dad. Interesting. Children the whole thing who aren't when exposed I look back to it just don't have an affinity for these type of foods. No, they don't have any affinity for it. They don't. And I notice now my daughter is more of a, will eat more things than my son. But that makes sense to me because of where I was when I got pregnant with her and where I was when I got pregnant with him. What do you mean by that? Say that again. Please. Okay. When I got pregnant with her, I was eating everything until my seventh month. So in her journey, um, I think maybe at one time she was vegetarian and not vegan. Because she's been on her own for a long time. However, so she got into eating things that I didn't give her. Like when she got married, she would eat macaroni and cheese or she would eat things that people would call vegan, mm -hmm. vegetarian that she wasn't raised with. And then her dad would say, how do you feel, Naisha, eating this and that and the third? And I'm like, this is her life now. She has to find her own way. Mm -hmm. But eventually what would happen 
she would say, Mom, this stuff, I can't eat it. It's just, I'm, I'm, it's not right. I like it, but it's not right. So, of course, what happened with her? She eventually had to give those things up. Hmm. But she did try those things, whereas my son never, ever, ever going to try any of that. So to your knowledge, and how old is your son now? 41. And to your knowledge, your son has never tasted meat or cheese? Absolutely not. Wow. Absolutely not. Wow. He wouldn't even never, ever. No, my son is, is, is a different breed. He, he just is very, very, very simple. My son doesn't eat any salt. He doesn't eat any oil. Mm -hmm. But he never has. Even when I try, when I made salads and I would make a, a dressing with oil, he never would eat it when he was little. He would say, that's nasty. All I need is some lime juice, some mm -hmm. kelp, and some dulse. So at one time, I was trying to get him to eat, you know, like, a salad dressing or something that I would make at the celebration. He said, I'm not interested. So both of your children are raw at this point. No, 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 no. They're not raw. I, my son steams some of his vegetables. No, he's not raw. He's predominantly raw. Um, My daughter is not raw. My daughter she has times when she's raw, yes, but is her diet all raw? No. Mm -hmm. And you said you're I, predominantly raw, but you. Who, but me you, now? Yeah, but now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a raw cook. Girl. You cook foods and I cook everything for the restaurant. Yeah. Okay. So I may taste it or, you know, because it's good food, but I'm a raw girl. There you have it, her words. Clearly, it hasn't been easy going against the norm. She gave a perfect, a very fitting description of herself when she said she had tenacity. And she used her creativity to learn how to prepare meals because ultimately she accepted the responsibility of raising her children to the best of her ability. On our next podcast, Beverly will discuss the awakening of her spirituality as she adheres to a raw alkaline vegan diet. So until next week, take care and peace. <music>